Welcome to the Real Estate Investor Podcast. I'm your host, Gary Lipsky of Break of Day Capital. I talk to leading experts to discuss a wide range of subjects to educate investors on best-in-class practices to build legacy wealth and positively impact communities. Let's jump in. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Investor Podcast. Today on the podcast, we have Joseph Fang, who is the Director of Investor Relations at Break of Day Capital. Welcome, Joe. Thanks, Gary. Happy to be here again. Choosing the right insurance coverage for multifamily properties isn't that complicated, if you know who to talk to. At the Garzella Group, we're uniquely qualified to help you navigate the range of policy choices you have, and we're committed to saving you 30% in the process. We do intensive market research and have nationwide relationships, so we can find coverage other insurance brokers simply can't. We should talk. Go to quotenow.biz and we'll start the conversation. Today, I want to talk about something different, optimum health for maximum returns, which is one of the things that we talk about all the time when we're not talking about real estate. You know, health plays such a big role in productivity, making good decisions, basically being your best. And so I wanted to dig in with you, you know, what got you into your health kick? No, that's a good question. And to your point, you know, that's actually one of the things that we really connect on beside, you know, wealth is health. You know, I believe that health and wealth are the sort of the two most important pillars in supporting, you know, one's ability to live a meaningful and fulfilling life. And I would say that unfortunately, you know, like with many other people, we often come to a major aha moment, you know, a major mind shift after having, you know, dealing with adversity. In my personal situation, it was because of it took really, you know, losing both of my parents, you know, that I thought were maybe premature, you know, both my parents, you know, passed away in their early 70s. I just know them to be people who are extremely hardworking and they never took a day off in their life and, you know, basically did not take good care of their health. And, you know, remembering and feeling that pain and suffering of losing them, you know, losing your loved one, I'm sure many people have, you know, experienced that, dealing with that and also looking at my own mortality and how my future life is going to be like, you know, it was certainly very motivational to want to try to not only to get your, you know, wealth right, you got to get your health right. So those two things are extremely important to me. And I hope to share that kind of knowledge on with as many people as possible. I could see, I mean, that's a huge wake up call. And absolutely, if you don't have your your health, the wealth doesn't matter, you know, and it starts at, if you haven't done it, you know, yesterday, a year, two years, you know, it's just like real estate, you know, the best time to invest yourself then is today, right now and creating good habits and, and that will pay huge dividends just like passive income for you down the road. I mean, you know, health and wealth are very, you know, synergistic. I can tell you that when you're getting your health right, and and by the way, you know, we should probably say that, you know, we're not giving medical advice, you know, <laughs> we're not doctors, we don't play one on TV. We're really just talking about what we've learned, which is sharing information on, you know, living a healthy lifestyle. You know, this is not medical advice in any means. But I would just say that when you get your health right, you know, everything works better too. So it actually affects your ability to do things, you know, like I can certainly share with you that, you know, going on this, you know, I mentioned in the past that I, because I was able to live off the passive investment cash flow, or I should say 
cash flow from the passive investments and syndications, I was able to explore this alternative world of you know healthy living, and I got to meet lots of doctors and health practitioners. You know, many of them you know have met, and some of them are actually our investors. You know, and so living that lifestyle, you know, getting your mind and body right, you're sharper. You know, you have more physical endurance, you have more energy, you sleep better at night, and then your body heals better. That's when you sleep is when your body heals. You know, you just have this overall feeling of wellness and. You know, you wake up fresh and you're ready to go. You're ready to rock. And, you know, that will also have an impact on how well you do your business. You know, you're going to do better underwriting. You know, you're going to have more wherewithal to going after deals, you know, and just think about things. You know, there's a certain amount of creativity in our business. You're going to have better ideas. You know, it all goes together. If you're healthy, you could, when things get bad, when things get very stressful, you're able to make clear decisions where... I've encountered some people that I know and a couple that were friends that because they didn't have the good health, their bodies just completely shut down and things went really south because of that, because they didn't have that strong foundation. It's so important. Yeah, that's right. So I'm curious, what are, you know, three to four things that someone, you know, the average person could implement that doesn't cost a lot of money that they can do to help change their life for the better? Yeah, thanks for that question. I'm going to say a few things that may be a little bit out there. Maybe this is something, it's definitely not conventional and it's not going to, you know, it's kind of like, think of it like this, you know, like most people that are very passive and don't really go out of the way to learn about investments, you know, they're perfectly happy with it, just having their 401k and, and like stocks and bonds. But, you know, if you really want to have optimal returns or optimal health, you know, you you have to kind of get out of conventional thinking, right? You, you know, just like uh, people who are more savvy, who are more sophisticated, you know, they're looking at alternative investments, you know, they're looking at syndications, for example. So what we're talking about here is, you know, how do you conduct healthy living, right? And many of us just kind of uh, live day to day, kind of taking our health for granted. And we wait until we have an issue. We wait until something becomes a big issue before we go see the doctor and, and then then they have to do all kinds of crazy stuff on you, right? What you can do, you know, to maintain a healthy lifestyle, which has, you know, I've been practicing this for many years. I know they work and I've certainly had the results and then the biomarkers to show it. The lock work looks great. But I would say the three most important things uh, supporting a healthy lifestyle would be one, being mindful of your circadian rhythm. Okay, we'll get into that in a little bit. And then also, I do something called time-restricted eating, and sometimes it's referred to as intermittent fasting. So we'll get into that a little bit as well. And then finally, you know, you want to pay attention to what you put in your mouth, and, you know, you want to be physically active. You know, there's an old saying, uh, use it or lose it, right? The body's very efficient. If you don't use it, you're going to lose function, you know? So those are kind of like the three most basic things that I live by. And so just to get into the circadian rhythm stuff a little bit, Think of it like this, you know, there's a kind of a day-night cycle or like a light-darkness cycle, right? I mean, just, you know, before the advent of electricity and then having artificial lights, right? Human beings live around daylight, right? So it wouldn't actually be weird to think about how our biology, our cellular function is actually tied to our environmental lighting. So if you think about it, if you look at how natural daylight changes throughout the day, right? If you look at the sun, it's like has this, this warm, or I should say, uh, this kind of orange reddish glow at sunrise. You know, as you get later in the day, it gets brighter. There's more blue in it. 
And then actually uh, later on, there's UV light, which, you know, the human eyes can't see. I heard that insects can see UV light. That's kind of cool. And then it goes back the other way, you know, in the afternoon, the color temperature starts to get warmer again. And then at nighttime, we have complete darkness, right? Just think about, you know, in the Paleoethic era, cave people didn't really have, you know, LED recess lighting in their caves. You know, they have fire at best. So it's this little warm glow. And so this idea that your body, your cellular function actually pays attention to your lighting environment. It pays attention to this light and darkness. And what that does is it actually, the color temperature, the spectrum change actually tells the body what time it is. And then the implication there is that it turns on and it turns off certain metabolic functions. Like for example, almost everybody knows that the UVB spectrum takes sulfated cholesterol in your skin or in your blood vessels, and it turns it into vitamin D, right? Which is like this pro-hormone that, you know, is implicated in all kinds of, or the lack of it is implemented in all kinds of diseases. And then UVA, you know, is instrumental in causing the release of nitric oxide in your blood vessels. It makes your blood vessels open up, reduces blood pressure, and then it encourages blood flow, right? Which is great for, you know, delivering nutrients and then getting rid of waste, right? Having good circulation is a great thing. And then UVA is also instrumental in activating your insulin so that you're more insulin sensitive. It's important in the production of serotonin, which has an impact on your mood. And then also instrumental in making melatonin, which is everybody knows that that's the sleep hormone, right? So making proper melatonin helps you sleep well at night, right? So all of these things, like they do different things to your cellular function and has tremendous impact on your mood, on your energy state, on, you know, your, you know, ability to sleep even, you know, and so when you're minding your circadian rhythm, everything works in a proper fashion. And then on the other side of that, you know, at nighttime, we're meant to be in the darkness, right? But, you know, today in in the modern world, you know, we can extend the day cycle by using artificial lights at night. And, And think about it this way, when we're supposed to go into nighttime, you know, the cold temperature gets warmer, and then it blocks out, it basically, that signal tells our body, hey, prepare, start winding everything down, prepare the body for sleep. And then having proper sleep is important to go into that healing process. You know, our body heals when we're sleeping. And so if we're not sleeping well, we're not healing well. So can you imagine if you're having trouble sleeping and you get on your iPad and, you know, it's 11 p.m. at night and you're blasting your eyes with this bright blue light, or you're sitting under the fluorescent or bright LED, you know, it's basically telling your body it's daytime. And then so your body's trying to compensate and trying to turn on the machinery and it's at the wrong time. And if, you know, if if enough of this goes on, eventually you will succumb to, you know, various diseases. Okay. So this is why, like, this is very central to the way I live. And then along with circadian rhythm, you know, there's this idea that, you know, when you eat and when you stop eating, especially in tune with your circadian rhythm, also has an impact on your metabolic health. And then, you know, the guys that are at the forefront of this research is, you know, Dr. Sachin Panda, he discovered that when you eat, there's also a timing cycle. So like when you eat at the right time of the day, you're in a more metabolically sensitive state, your insulin works better, your gastric juices flow better. So, you know, you really want to stop eating you know, hours before bed, again, to not disrupt, you know, all the things that we mentioned, paying attention to your circadian rhythm does, you know, because there's an optimal time for things to happen. And and when you do it at the wrong time, it's really disruptive, you know, 
to the way the body's meant to work. And then, you know, ultimately that succumbs to disease. There's a lot to unpack. It's funny. So I, you know, I have two teenage daughters and, you know, sometimes they can't sleep well at night. So I'm always, you know, the lights are on in their room and they're on their, you know, their iPad and their phone. So I'm always telling them, you know, at least, if you're going to be on it, which I you know, I don't want to, and at least for an hour before you go to bed, but put like a red hue you know, on your phone, take away the blue light. And that's a very easy process that anyone can do uh, that really helps, goes a long way. We, you know, we'll put a, you know, at night, there's a program that I put on my computer that creates a red hue come nighttime. So it's not giving me that blue light and telling me to be awake and stay up and Remind me, what is that program on the computer? Because Yeah, yeah. so there's a couple of programs. There's, uh, one's called Flux, and then I think the other one's called Iris. And so, yeah, I use those programs. They're very helpful, you know, and you see me wear those blue light blocking glasses. Sometimes when we go to networking late at night, you know, I'll put those on, just make sure that I'm not getting too much blue light at the wrong time. Yeah, when I travel, more so on those later flights that I have on the red eye or something, I'll always wear those glasses too. And so it allows me to sleep. You know, that sleep is so critical. So when I wake up, you know, on the East Coast from the red eye that, you know, I'm not 100% fresh because I've just been on a plane, but at least I'm a lot fresher because I've I've blocked out the red light and I'm able to sleep. So little things that can really help go a long way. And, you know, I've noticed a big change. My daughters have noticed a big change. When they implement it, they don't always implement it. It's huge. And, And, you know, anyone can do it. Doesn't, you know... Most of this stuff is free. It's not a huge shift, but very easy to do. And then as far as the food, yeah, it's it's funny. It was just, I've never been a, a big, you know, faster myself or an intermittent fasting person. But, you know, I got my blood work done recently. And, you know, your typical doctor, you know, wants to put you on drugs or this or that, you know, and they don't really dive in deep. And then I, I went to a non-traditional doctor to see my blood work and they did, you know, a lot more, gave me a lot more information and and more of an optimum range of where they want me to do, you know, get into on, on a few different things. And then they definitely recommended intermittent fasting for me. So, you know, traditional doctors are great, but alternative doctors really provide a window into some, you know, different things that you can do that could be a lot more uh, beneficial. I'm super passionate about this kind of stuff. I could just keep going and going. And and the funny thing is, like, I try to leave out a lot of the science too, because, you know, we can get jumped down that rabbit hole very deep. Maybe at the end of the show, we'll just kind of refer people, the doctors that I know that are teaching this stuff so they can learn if they want to take a deeper dive. You know, we'll, we'll, I'll mention some names that they can look up on YouTube or whatnot. You know, and it's nothing against, you know, traditional conventional medicine. It's just that this is not what they're really taught in medical school. You know, they have you know, certain types of modalities and regimen that they prefer. And just like if you want optimal investment opportunities, you have to look, you know, you, you have to really look look for these things and talk to people that really know stuff that's outside of the conventional, you know. So, you know, I just want to finish by saying that diet and exercise are important. You know, it's not just about exercising more and eating less, you know, like when you go to a conventional doctor and let's say you're having metabolic issues and Maybe you're perhaps you're even overweight and the doctor says, oh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's easy. Just, you know, exercise more and eat less. Right. And that's hard to do. I mean, otherwise, you know, there wouldn't be a million, you know, dieting and exercise books out there. Many people fall off the bandwagon when they try to do these things. But yeah, again, you know, going back to the whole circadian rhythm thing, there's a time 
and place to eat. And there's a time and place to exercise. You know, you know, you don't want to go to the gym lifting heavy weights at 11 p.m. because you can't sleep, right? That will turn up your cortisol and then, you know, put you in fight or flight. And now you're going to have even more trouble sleeping. And you keep doing that, you know, you're going to end up with some issues, right? You know, and as far as like food, you know, besides eating within regular intervals, if you can try to do intermittent fasting or uh, time-restricted eating, I would just suggest, you know, eating whole foods, you know, food as naturally in their natural package, the way that they came from nature is probably the best. You know, everybody knows this, and but we all like cheat every once in a while, but try to minimize, you know, eating refined food, foods that are high in, you know, refined starches and sugars and deep fried and using industrial oils. You know, those are all high, highly inflammatory and it's hard on your metabolic health, you know, so just try to minimize those things. I would say that, you know, you don't even have to exercise like really rigorously. I mean, just just, you know, taking a walk in the morning, you know, like, for example, in the morning to catch that sunrise, you know, to get the break of day. <laughs> Sorry, uh, no pun intended there. You know, catch that transition to stimulate, you know, your cellular machinery or, you know, like just take a walk after you eat. Even a simple walk. It's not strenuous. It really, you know, helps, you know, bring down your blood sugar and, you know, work down your triglycerides and stuff like that. You know, that's it's really, you know, it's that simple. Yeah, it could be someone's meditation is simply just being outside and walking, getting some fresh air. It relaxes the body. Yeah, like you said, you don't have to beat yourself up. You don't have to run a marathon or be in the gym for two hours. Consistent movement goes a long way. And so one of the things that I've been doing the last, since my iPhone was tracking it and, and I've been paying attention really like the last seven years, I've, I've averaged you know, at least two miles a day. Now I don't necessarily do two miles every single day, but over the course of the week, over the course of the year, that's what I've been averaging besides some of the other activities that I do, like, you know, basketball and beach volleyball. But I love, you know, just getting outside for me and walk is relaxing. It keeps my body fresh because sitting at the desk, you know, not what we're meant to do. And for me, I find it, you know, really hard on my body. So I like it having that movement. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, so I'm really glad that, you know, we could talk about, you know, other topics besides just, you know, syndications and asset management and investing, because, you know, they all work together. You know, when you get things right, you know, you just keep stacking these wins. And ultimately, it's about, you know, living the best life that you can, right? And so, you know, these things all work hand in hand. Before we jump off, let me just throw some names out there. So like, you know, our audience doesn't think we're making any of this stuff up. This is actually <laughs> real. This is actually, you know, real science behind it. When it comes to circadian rhythm stuff about light, the best people to pay attention to out there are doctors Jack Cruz, Leland Stillman, Jay Montgomery, and Courtney Hunt. She's she's actually in Scottsdale. So these people know a lot about quantum biology, kernel biology. Biophysics, you know, that kind of generally referred the science of studying this is kind of what that's referred to. And then when it comes to the intermittent fasting, the time restricted eating, you know, I mentioned his name already, Dr. Sachin Panda. And then another guy that's pretty well known is this nephrologist by the name of Dr. Jason Fung. So he actually teaches a lot about fasting and even doing extended fasting to help with the people that have more trouble, the metabolic health. And then, you know, as far as like diet, you know, the Weston A. Price Foundation is probably a good place to go. They or uh, Mark Sisson at Primal Kitchen, like they really are, you know, paying attention, like, you know, the nutritious kind of food that you want to consume. 
Awesome. Also, any other blogs or podcasts or books that any you recommend one or two or? There's so many good ones. You know, I think if you're more of a, a generalist, I would say like Luke Story's lifestyle podcast is pretty good because he interviews a whole range of practitioners and, you know, different supplement makers. And, you know, they even uh, get into like energy healing, you know, so it's, it gets pretty woo woo really quick. If you want to dig into the hardcore science you know, I like Andrew Huberman. Uh, he's like, I think he's a professor at Stanford University. And, you know, he interviews a variety of uh, alternative health people as well. You know, those would be kind of like a, like on two opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah, I think so. Andrew, yeah. Yeah, his information is very digestible, you know, where Luke is very long winded, yeah. I think, and definitely goes, like you said, a little woo woo. So if you just want to start really easy, I would recommend Huberman. Yeah. I like Dr. Uh, Joseph Mercola. You know, he provides a lot of good information that little bit, you know, he, he's not afraid to speak his mind. So, you know, obviously take everybody's opinion with a grain of salt, right? Yeah, but I, I think that's another good one. And maybe uh, as far as like a book goes, like, I mean, there's just so many. I have one from Dr. Steve Lin, you know, he's a uh, dentist and he teaches a lot about eating properly for oral health, which has implications on your overall health. So, it's, you know, that's pretty interesting. Uh, you know, Dr. Uh, Sachin Panda has a book called The Circadian Code, where he really, you know, teaches you about the things that we mentioned and, and, and the science behind it, you know, so that's kind of a, a good way to go as well. Well, Joe, I love this talk. And hopefully our listeners really got a lot out of it. You mentioned three key pillars, the circadian rhythm, intermittent fasting, and being physically active. You provided a wealth of different resources people can use. Thank you so much for coming on. And for those that want to dig more, there'll be a lot of the links in the show notes. This is Gary Lipsky signing off. I'll be back next week with another informative podcast on the Real Estate Investor Podcast. Have a good one, guys. To all of our listeners, thanks for joining us. And if you like this episode, please head over to iTunes or Stitcher and like, subscribe, and leave a review as it will help us reach more people. And if you'd like to learn more about what we do at Break of Day Capital, head over to our website at breakofdaycapital.com and sign up for our newsletter and fill out our investor application. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.